You are now tuned into the Bridal Extravaganza Show. Getting married? We'll tell you how to do it, where to do it, everything you'll need to know. Welcome to the Bridal Extravaganza podcast. This is Lorette Varis, and I've got Corinne Smith with me from Hawksite Hall. Welcome. Hi there. Corinne, I understand that you have a long career in the bridal industry, and our listeners are probably newer to the bridal industry, and they're kind of getting their feet wet and hoping to learn. So we're so thrilled to have you here today. Tell me a little bit, first of all, about, about the history with your family. And I understand that they were in the bridal industry, so you were kind of born into it. I was. I grew up in New Orleans, and my family had a bridal business called Fleur de Lis, and they went to market and did bridal gowns, and so I modeled for them a little bit and literally did whatever mom and dad told me to. But it was a retail store where you were selling bridal gowns? Yes, it was. It was. I bet you've seen a lot of change in the retail landscape. Any comments on that? Right now, I think everything is online, and with the technology nowadays, girls are going in that direction. I feel that uh, we have come from a society where everything had a personal touch to it, which I'm still that way. I'm old school, and now there is no personal touch. Everybody is on fast speed and straight ahead instead of giving everybody what they need. So how are you going to, let's talk about, you know, we're going to jump around a little bit here. I know you're at a new venue. And one of the things you're going to bring to this venue is that personal touch. How do you do that in today's world when maybe the brides aren't even used to that? Like, what is your strategy to really give them that personal touch? The first thing I do when they show up for their appointment is give them a hug. So they know that I believe in them. And I want to help them on this very important day. Uh, They sit down with me and we talk. There's nothing on the computer. I do everything old school. There is paperwork. And I show them pictures. And we walk around and discuss their needs and their vision for that day. I want their vision to be my vision. And as I understand it, you are the coordinator, and that is included when they rent with your hall. Can you comment on that? I know not every venue has that luxury. No, I told the owner, Seth Sanders, that I wanted that personal touch. I wasn't going to give up my girls and and my couples. It's important that they have a hands-on experience. I want this to be their venue as well. My coordination is included and we meet whenever they need me, and I'm available for them. And what tips would you have for the brides out there as far as working with other venues or working with other vendors, and how, what's a good way to stay organized? First of all, go online since there are so many. If you don't have a coordinator helping you, go online and make sure that you have a schedule of what you should be accomplishing. If you do a lot at first and make it labor-intensive, that means toward your wedding, you are not stressed, you're relaxed, and you can enjoy your day. And can you tell us more about the venue? Like, what is the capacity? What is the What does it look like? It is keeping with the aesthetic of Old Town Spring. We have a, a vintage-looking building. 
It's going to be on chandelier overload. And uh, everything is antique decor. And it's going to bring you back in time. The capacity is 300 seated comfortably and we have an outside area chapel that is open air and we have heaters for the winter and fans for the summer and uh, for climate change we'll have drop down sides and everything's going to be perfect for that day we've thought about everything and we want every everyone to feel comfortable at our venue so just to clarify this is a new construction Yes, it is. It's a new construction, but a vintage feel. And really, I think that's perfect. I personally live in a 100-year-old house, and I, I do love it. But let me tell you, there's so many limitations. And, you know, there's so many. When I walk into a new home, I'm like, oh, I'll never have that. And, oh, I'll never have that. You know, so I love when you can marry pun intended, Mary, you know, but you can marry all the new um, efficiencies that we have in building now and still keep the old world charm. Tell us a little bit more about Old Town Spring for our listeners that might not know what Old Town Spring is. Old Town Spring was one of the first areas in Houston, in the Houston area. It was a mining town and the train came right through it. And the miners that got off in a cold winter they felt that it was very cold, and when spring came in, it started warming up. They named it Spring. Old Winchy Cafe was originally named Spring Cafe, and it was the, the place that they'd go to eat. And the Sanders family came in and moved all these vintage buildings in, hoping to bring business to the town. They grew up there and believe in... It's, it's history and the future. So can you talk about brides at large in Houston? Do they even know about Old Town Spring? Are they coming there already expecting this old vintage? Or are they surprised when they see what you have? Like, what has been the response so far? They're excited. I think the girls are um, moving out of the fad and into the historical longevity I believe that they are looking for something unique and different, and I believe that Hoxite can give this to them. I also think it's always important to think about photography, and when I think about Old Town Spring and just all those old buildings, I see the girl just standing in the center of the street, and I just think that that area lends itself to so much unique photography. Can you tell us how you considered photography when you designed the building? We did. We uh, literally have an old Chevy truck that is great for photo op. We're going to build kind of like a relaxation garden with a fountain and trellises and vines and hoping weeping willows for the area. We're bringing old New Orleans and, and small town Texas together. We're making a mix the photography, we have the railroad, we have a Juliet balcony of, taken from the old Romeo and Juliet where her her loved one can stand downstairs and look up at her and the whole wrought iron and an old feel that's that's beautiful and, and making them have a wonderful, precious day. 
Well, that's so amazing when you, because you told me your story and how it started in New Orleans, and now here you are in spring, but with a little piece of New Orleans, you must love being able to share some of New Orleans charm with the people in Houston and then also bringing in spring. It sounds perfect. I mean, it really does sound perfect. So what is, explain the name to me. I've never heard this name before. Hawkside, actually, since the Old Town Spring is a very rich German area, and Hawkside means wedding or marriage in German. It's a perfect fit. So, Corinne, I wanted to jump back to something you said because I thought it was pretty interesting that you said girls are moving away from the fads. What fads do you think, because it's hard for us to look and go, is that a fad or is that going to stick? What fads do you think are leaving and what do you think will really have longevity? Okay, I wasn't going to say it, but now that you asked me to, I feel that barns are a fad. I feel that girls are going to eventually get tired of being married in a barn. I want our venue to um, let them know that it's history. It's new construction, but it's going to be here a long time. And the antiques and the chandeliers and the beautiful aesthetic of it is not going to change. It has been there a long time and will be there for many years to come. And do you have any tips for brides out there for, and even not just brides, anybody who's listening, tips for a great event? I know you've put on so many events. You must just have, you know, rattle off the top of your head, always do this, never do this. Any tips for our listeners? I think the main one is have vendors that you believe in, that you can trust, Make sure they're tried and true because if someone doesn't show up to your event, it can ruin your day. I feel that you should um, make sure that you have a schedule of the day. Make sure there's a flow to where you don't have to worry about things. Everyone has that schedule and let them run your event. Let them do their job. That's some good advice. You know, in any industry, let people let the professionals do their job. You will always be better off if you can do that. Now, you haven't opened yet, is that correct? So do you have any specials running now or anything you want brides to know that a reason that they should act today and, and not wait until you're finished building? We're slowly increasing our prices. Right now we are discounting during construction. So if you call right now, you'll get that discounted pricing. And then eventually we're gonna go up each month to be at our full full rate. And I understand you've already got some of your best week weekends booked, so girls do need to get right on this. Do you agree? I agree. All of our weekends are booked October, November, and December already, and we are already booking into next year. Well, and when people are planning a large event, they, they should be thinking ahead. And so really, that really should be perfect timing for the people that are listening right now. If I could just ask one final question. Corinne, do you have any tips for selling to millennials? I know they're, they're I hear that they're very different. I've got some millennials on my staff and um, you've just been coordinating a long time. You must have noticed a change. And how do you address it? With millennials, I believe that they're in such a fast paced world that they need to slow down. And I believe that when they come to see us, I'm going to take them and relax with them and listen to them. I need uh, less technology and more personal time to make them feel like family, like they're comfortable and relaxed in our venue. And I take that time with them. 
uh, all they want to do is be listened to. And I don't think technology can do that. I want to be that person. That sounds great. I think a lot of our listeners out there probably want to come meet you just to experience that because in their day-to-day life, they're not experiencing it. We want to thank you for joining us. We want to certainly wish you so much success with this new venue. I know you'll have a booth at the Bridal Extravaganza, so brides and other people in the industry interested can see you there. We produced that show, so we thank you for having that booth. We look forward to seeing you there, and we look forward to years of prosperity. So thank you, and here's to Old Town Spring and everything that you're doing out there. Thank you for having me. Are you an entrepreneur or small business owner who depends on the bridal industry to make a living? Do you just know you'd book more business if only more brides knew about your company? If so, you are invited to join over 350 regional companies at America's largest bridal show, the Bridal Extravaganza in Houston, Texas. Here, you'll meet face-to-face with engaged couples who are ready to book your product or service. Log on to www.bridalextravaganzashow.com today to learn more about our upcoming event.